Pokemon Horizons? Pow World? What does this have to do with this week? Well, you'll find out because we're about to talk all about it on this week's Pokey Break. Hey everybody, this is Professor Chris G. I am one half of your host this week, and on the other line with me, joining me on this on this month's Pokey Break is my good old pal, the one that's intrigued right now. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, my man, how the fuck are you doing? I'm doing pretty well, and before we get into the meat of the matter, I want to take a step back and appreciate your intro uh, for the last episode that went out. Um, cause the, the puppet pal stuff went over my head and you sent me a clip. And as soon as I, I saw that clip, I was like, I remember this shit. <laughs> I knew you would remember it <laughs> as soon as I sent it to you. But I, you know what? I chop it up too. Cause you, you, you came down with, with something nasty in the past few days and I chop it up to your mind was just leaving you, um, uh, while this stuff was coming down. Yeah, because we were recording that episode, and I was starting to feel something, and I, I don't know how much of it made the edit, but I was getting, and you know, pardon pardon me if anybody's eating out there, I was getting kind of snotty, and yeah, about, and then I woke up later um, the next morning, and I was like, I don't want to move. <laughs> yeah. I think you caught the bug that everybody's catching, bro. Like I, I, I caught that bug, but my, you're, you must have a better immune system. Cause when, when I caught that bug, I was done for a week. Like, my, yeah, we were getting, we were, we were getting ready to record and you texted me and you're like, I have no voice. <laughs> and then I, I called you like a few days later with my voice coming back somewhat and you you told me you're like hey Barry White <laughs> like my voice was not there yeah I mean you know it was that you were trying your damnedest but it just wasn't making it no <laughs> it was not at least you didn't lose your voice so I mean I uh, I appreciate that but yeah I I figured you would enjoy that that um intro um and puppet pals that that's a that's a huge flashback i mean i know if if you're if you're a little younger than us you probably don't remember those or you might because cartoon network for whatever reason brought back dexter's laboratory well they brought back all the old episodes and they've been playing them every single day around like between six and seven at night and they'll play it for a whole hour so I don't know what sparked them to bring back Dexter's Laboratory again, but I mean I'm kind of glad that a lot of a lot of the like newer generation gets to experience what we got to experience as children. Yeah. So. Except except it's got to fight harder for their attention span than it did for us. Yeah. <laughs> That's a thousand percent, bro. But um, but yeah, um. So, bro, <clears throat> um, there, there, and 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 correct me if I'm wrong. So, I I had three topics today, but I can only remember Pal World, um, Pokemon Horizons, and what was the other one that? Um, oh, 
uh the dlc dlc all right so yeah we'll we'll get into all that so um okay so let let's go ahead and start with the number one topic there's something that we started talking about last week um and try to like give a little bit more of a dive into what this pow world is it's com it's huge comparison to pokemon which okay now that we're finally gonna that that we're able to and we have a little bit more time yes the game has creatures that look kind of like pokemon okay but i mean i mean there's there's a couple where it's like that's definitely raichu and <laughs> there there's one that looks like lucario and i'm i'm dead on i'm starting to think that they used ai to create some of these like they're they're like okay make make a lucario but make it make sure it doesn't look exactly like lucario yeah like like take like 20% off yeah so that's what I'm thinking that they did. I don't know. Um, but that being said, yeah, I, I, I can see the comparison and I can I can see like you have these these pal balls and that you're throwing them to capture these these pa pocket pals. And but the game itself is a huge survival game. So right. do, does it have uh, does it have like Pokemon aspects to it? Yes. Would I call it a Pokemon game? No. Why? I have a couple reasons. One, these pals don't evolve. So what you see is what you get. And they level up with you um, so that they can do more um, for whatever their job is to do inside of the game. You use these pals to kind of help keep your your base nice and clean and so that they can defend your base while you're gone, yada, yada, yada. And you start the game off, and I'm not giving any spoilers. This is literally the base of the game. You start the game off by basically kind of having amnesia. You must have been sailing at sea or something, and you end up, something happened, and you washed ashore, and these pals are looking at you in the face and you wake up and you scare them and they run away. You meet someone in the beginning of the game and you literally find out that these pals are not what they really seem. Um, that if you leave, if you leave your guard down, these pals will eat you. That, um, one, one of the people in one of the, um, um, MPLs in the game or yeah, non-playable NPCs. NPCs. I said MPL. Uh, yeah. One of the NPCs in the game literally said that she came to the Island with like 10 or 11 people, but she's the last one because the pals all ate, ate her friends. Oh yeah. Which is why they give you guns in this game. You can craft guns, um, if anything, I think it's more along the lines of Digimon because um, there's so there, there's like a Vulpix type um, pal in this game. It, it literally looks like a fox. It doesn't have the tails like Vulpix, but you, you can literally pick it up, tuck it up under your arm and you tug on its tail and you use it as a flamethrower. Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> he, he, I, lo- I love that fox. Um, you, you, you can put saddles on, on some of these pals that are big enough, and you can fly on top of them. You literally get to fly around the world, or you can um, ride around on something that looks like it's a llama, and you can ride around and it's it it's a survival game your your guy gets hungry the more um the more you do like when you're like um using a pickaxe on a rock to get some like stones or some crystals or um or anything like that your guy gets hungry the more that your pals work on your ranch they get hungry so you need to make sure that you're either finding berries or you're killing some of these pals and taking their meat so you can bring it back to your base so you and your pals can eat. Mm. So the game is very strategic. Um it it does have it does seem like it's like a Pokemon with guns type game, but the more and more that I play this game and I've gotten up there in level. Like I, I think my wife wants me to get off of this game because I'm I think I'm making her mad with how much I'm playing this game. But um the more and more I play this game, it's not really Pokemon. It's I mean, the creatures kind of look like Pokemon, but where do you really draw the line when it comes to creatures? Because I mean you have a million cartoon shows and you can say creatures look like Pokemon, I mean, you have Yu-Gi-Oh! And you can literally um, say that some some of Yu-Gi-Oh!'s monsters could be, like, extreme, like, Pokemon. Like, you have some cute ones and you have some, like, big beasts. Like, I mean, I haven't played Yu-Gi-Oh! in a long time, so I'm going to just name one that I remember that was a killer. Um, Blue Eyes, White Dragon. And you have this big old dragon. Or you have Digimon, who starts off as... Um, a little cute blob goes into something that can walk and then out of nowhere goes into something that has like a million different guns on it and is a freaking badass and looks nothing like the original form. So where do you really draw the line? Like I, I know Pokemon made a statement saying that they're going to investigate on the game, but quite honestly, um, this game was um was thrown out there like in trailer form about two or three years ago now so if pokemon had a leg to stand on i think they would have gone after this game back then and they kind of felt like they were obligated to make a statement because of the game being dubbed pokemon with guns but outside of that i don't think pokemon really cares too much in regards to this game unless i mean i did hear an assumption that because they um power world has passed um over 8 million as of last night sold copies of this game and maybe pokemon is like okay let's let them make all this money and then sue them for every dollar that they have and maybe we take the 100 million dollars that this game has has occurred and we just take in that money for ourselves i mean i did hear that i doubt pokemon is is gonna do something like that because nintendo and pokemon don't really play when it comes to their copyright 
So, I mean, how do you feel like hearing me talk about this and uh, hearing the little things that you have heard, Doug? In re- in well, and I, I think you can kind of piggyback off of what we said uh, when we talked about it before we, um, before we reviewed the last episode of Pokemon Concierge. Because at the time of that recording, we had seen the statement that Pokemon was like, you know, we'll look into it. You know, that kind of thing. But I think they released that statement because they got sick of people tagging them like, hey, you know, are you really going to let, you know, this Pokemon with guns game go? Are you really not going to say anything? I don't really think that they're looking at it to take it down. I mean, yes, you know, you brought up the 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 fan mod that got um, DMCA'd, you know. Well, basically that, that, that was up. literally taking Pokemon's characters and putting it into this game and i and pokemon don't want that (laughs) right so as long as pal world doesn't come out with an update and they have a creature literally called pikachu or called meowth or called arbok as long as they don't start using names i mean as long as it's just kind of like a wink wink nudge nudge like you you sent me something here on discord and my first thought was well that's an eevee crossed with a sheep i mean is if that if that's as far as it goes and, you know, like I said, it's like you can look at some screenshots and go, oh, look, that's Raichu right over there. But, like, you know, that's Raichu because I know what a Raichu looks like. You know, I mean, as long as it's as long as it only goes that far, and as long as, it, you know, a guy doesn't walk up to you in Power World and say, my name is 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 Gary Ketchum or whatever, you know. I mean, as long as as long as they don't start getting too bold. And, you know, literally you know, biting names off and stuff like that. I, I I think it's more along the lines of them going, all right, we're aware of the game. We're going to look into it with question, with quotation marks. Yeah. But we're not trying to go after, you know, a little studio. On their and, first and, big success. Because, like you said, where do you draw the line? Because... Like, I was listening to a, a podcast last night, and they're like, you know, I mean, if if you really want to get granular, the crafting elements feel a lot like, uh, um, not Breath of the Wild, what's the what's the latest game? Tears oh, of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom, yeah. It, like, they, they literally have music in the game that sounds so similar to Tears of the Kingdom, bro. Like, the begin, like, when you launch the game up, it literally sounds like Tears of the Kingdom launching up. Right. And and it's not like, you know, it's not like it's a, it's a slap together, like a like an obvious, like, Mario World clone or something. Like, yeah, there might be elements where you're kind of like, that feels Pokemon-ish, but if it's literally just cosmetic and they're not out there stealing names of, copyrighted character like you mentioned copyright yeah i mean as as long as they're staying clear of that i don't think you know the pokemon company is going to come at them you know with their knives <laughs> out because they're not um they're not deliberately going into their territory and being like we're making an edgy pokemon game it's like no we're making a edgy game with Pokemon-like creatures. Yes. And if you think that they look like Pokemon, 
that's not on us. You know, that's that's your mind filling in blanks that may or may not be there. Thank you. So, so. I I'm one thousand percent in the camp that that this game will probably have sequels down the line, and that this game is going once it's fully fully released is going to play a huge part in some i think this is going to be a kick in the butt that pokemon kind of needs and we're not gonna see any type of change to their game until like two or three years because it takes time to build a good game but they're gonna look at this game and be like okay the all these people that are playing this game are very curious as to doing different things in Pokemon. What can we take that's from this, but make it our own to, to, to where it doesn't seem like we're trying to copy the little man. So I think that's where, where it's going to end up lying, Doug. And, and I think you just hit the nail on the head. I don't want pokemon to see what power world is doing and overcorrect because i literally don't want pikachu running around with a bazooka <laughs> i don't either. like oh you know oh you like creatures with guns we, we we've got the og creatures we can give them guns like no you missed the point <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. bring it really back in reel it back in but yeah, I don't I don't think that they're going to cuz Pokémon is I mean Pokémon are friendly creatures like anime. Yeah, you have some bad creatures in in the Pokémon world, but that but we've been trained to find out that Pokémon come out pure and the only reason that they would be bad is if they have like a bad trainer that trains them that way. Right, and I mean, we've even seen examples of that where we've seen um, Team Rockets, you know, Ekans and coughing, you know, before they evolved, obviously. We saw that we saw them have moments of humanity. Heck, if, if you if you think about it, and I'm and I'm just thinking about this now as I'm saying it, they only evolved because Jesse and James were in a spot where they needed help. Yeah. So, and, you know, Meowth has had his moments. He had a whole episode where he was playing a good guy for that kid. I mean, so, yeah, I don't think there's any bad Pokemon. I think it's just, it's it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like the rap that, like, Pitbulls and Rottweilers get. Oh, they're vicious dog. No. No, it, it's it's the person that trains them to do that stuff. So. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to kind of put a stamp on this. I mean, yeah, maybe I'll give a few updates here and there. Um, but Power World, in, in my official statement, it's not Pokemon. It's a survival game. It takes different elements of different types of games. Pokemon being one, maybe Tears of the Kingdom a little bit. Um, my son um, brought up Minecraft. And he's he, he's like he's like this game. I mean, you're building stuff just like you would in Minecraft. And then he's like, he's like, I can see a little bit of this being kind of like Fortnite. And he's like, when you get a whole bunch of people together because you can fight each other 
and you can kill each other and you can take their items and stuff. So it's it's taking a whole bunch of different games, but just because there's 111 pals inside of this game that are kind of similar in, in a way to Pokemon that people just ran with it. And maybe, maybe that's what Pal World needed. I mean, they, they got compared to Pokemon and all these people that play Pokemon are like, Ooh, I, I want to try to play this game. So they got right off the bat within the first week of it being released, got over 8 million sold. And if you bought it within the first three days, the game was only $23 and now it's like 30 something dollars now. And so if you if you take even if you lowball it at like 23 and you do 23 times 8 million, I mean, you're going to get a huge number. That is a huge profit for this low budget game that they made, bro. Yeah. And I mean, all that comes from. You know, it, it comes from people legitimately wanting to play it and then. You know, all all the credit to them, they took advantage of the of the controversy that was generated by people running off at the mouth about it. And they're just sitting back, you know, I mean, you might say, well, they were a little murky because they didn't come out and deny anything. Why would they deny anything? Their game was getting buzzed. Yeah. And they, and they knew they weren't doing anything wrong. So they're just take, sitting you know, back and raking in the money. I mean, I, honestly, these guys, they don't even need to work anymore. They, I mean, yeah, I'm sure they're going to update it. And because this game still has the big thing on the top of the game, um, like on the artwork on the cover that says early release, which means that, and, and every time you log into the game, you get a paragraph saying that you might encounter bugs in this game. Oh, and I, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about a nasty bug that I, I found, but it, it literally says you might find bugs and crashes within this game because this game is not finished yet we're having you guys test this game out we're taking feedback and um, we will update this game appropriately but bro let me tell you about a bug that i had in this game that pissed me off for like maybe two hours bro oh oh it was a bad bug and i wasn't the only one because i went to reddit to, to find out if others um had encountered the same thing but um there was a bug in the game where if you died in the game for some reason um some files on the server would get corrupted and it would oh no well it, it i did it your stuff is still saved but the game for some reason made a copy of you okay made a copy okay so 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 you literally had a doppelganger in the game but you oh, could but, but you couldn't control the doppelganger as soon as they created the doppelganger the doppelganger went running and he just went just went running and doing his own thing so um in the game if your guy's not wearing um a certain piece of clothing in the game when it comes to nighttime, you have to be next to a fire or you have to hold a torch or you will freeze to death. Okay. Oh, damn. So uh, when this happened in the game, my guy didn't have armor on yet. So he's running right. through this game and 
once uh, once he got to a certain spot in the game and it was nighttime, my guy was losing health like crazy. But then he, uh, when the sun came back up, my character must have gotten into like battles with other creatures somewhere. And my guy was losing three, um, three H my, my guy at the time. Cause you start the game with 500 HP. My guy was mm. losing three HP every second as Ooh. I'm walking and I'm not even fighting anything. So within like, I, I think it, it came down to every like three or four minutes, your guy would just die. And it do, it didn't matter what I did. It didn't matter anything. And I found out that I ended up having to reset the server in order for my doppelganger. I had to reset the server and turn the game fully off and, and clear my cache and everything, jump back into the game, and then my doppelganger was gone. But there were some people out there, because I guess um, Power World um, put out a patch to this to where, like, if your doppelganger... Um, is created that all you have to do is exit the game, come back in, and then your your person's fine again. But there was people before this patch that um, no matter what they did, even if they reset the server, their doppelganger was still there. So in order for people to enjoy this game, if you were if you grinded all the way up, and I'm just going to give like a, a level, like a level 14 in the game, which is still pretty early and you couldn't do anything, the only thing you had to do was delete that, uh, You at that time was delete your file and start all the way over again. And that's frustrating. I don't care what game you're playing. Yeah. So luckily my patch, my patch actually came in maybe four hours prior to my doppelganger getting created but I didn't know anything about restarting the server until I got so frustrated that I just went back to the main menu and I just went on, on Reddit and there were so many people talking about it. And I was like, okay, well, I guess this is what I have to do to do it. And as soon as I did it, my guy was fine, but boy, I was I was I was mad for for just a little bit, bro. <laughs> I I was I was legit pissed. For real, and I mean, I think that just comes with playing with um, you know, comes with the territory in terms of like playing games in <clears throat> pardon me, in 2024 because it's like you know, like I'm hardcore into Madden and if I run into a problem where where something is is bugged and I can't progress, my first instinct is to check Twitter and see if you know how much of the community is affected by this and if and if every like other comment is you know wtf is this bug i'm like okay i don't have to freak out because <laughs> enough people are gonna enough people are gonna be tweeting at the helpline that something's gonna get and you know nine times out of ten something does get fixed but but, but it takes it's time, those right? odd it it takes time, and especially if something happens on a on a Friday late, because you know people go home for the weekend. But it's like, it's those it's the odd occurrences. It's like okay, I can't do this, and nobody else is talking about it. So you know my shit is either bugged or I'm further along than everybody, which 
you know, I mean, that happens from time to time. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to, to put myself on a pedal pedestal or anything. Cause there are like some professional ass Madden players that, you know, as soon as new shit's out, like they're as far as they can be. And it's like, Oh, well you do this professionally. I mean, that's the kind of shit you put on your taxes. Well, it's like, okay, well that makes sense. But. Well that, that, and you also have to remember, they probably get early access to the game to, mm-hmm. to where, yeah, yeah. When, when you start off, they're already 10 steps ahead of you. And you're like, how, how do they have all of this stuff already? Because they got early access because they're well known or they know people and they got a code and they got to test the game out. Like um, there's a, there's a certain game that I actually personally got to test. And I, I talked to you about, it. I'm not going to name the game cause I'm under an NDA. Uh, but when this game comes out, I'm levels above what the regular person is going to be when they start this game out. And this game is coming out in probably three or four months now. And I mean, that's just the nature of it. We got, we, we got to test this game out and we're just, it's not that we're better. We just, we, we learned about this game and we, we saw what this game was in its early stages because this game that I I was testing went through a lot of stages, bro. And like what, what, what the controls were from day one that I started it to what it was, um, right before they said, okay, um, we're done with the play tests for this game. Cause I can't play it anymore as of right now, but right. But, um, but they said that all of our save data and everything is still there. So when the game comes out, our progress is, is, is still there. So, yeah, it's just, it, it's, it's one of those things. And I, I, I forget the point that I'm, I'm trying to make here. I'm not trying, I wasn't trying to, <laughs> to like brag um, about playing this, about playing this game. It's just that that's, that's what happens when you jump onto these servers and the game just came out and people are like levels above you. And you're like, this game just came out. How are you all the way here? But that, that's literally what happens. People get codes. So, well, and, and on that topic, and I know it's not uh Pokemon related, but you know, this is a pokey break. So it's not like we have an episode we got to get back to, you know, certain games, like the Suicide Squad game is about ready to come out in early access. I think on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yep. Tuesday. I believe, and because the game comes out Friday, so you people that get it get three days um, to play it before it comes out. But but what's coming out is they haven't sent out review copies to these outlets, so people that purchase the deluxe edition for the three days early access you're essentially the testers for the people that are going to get the standard edition oh that's that's kind of i mean not not to shoot on them or anything because i know that they're a bigger company and they know what they're doing but that's kind of an ass backwards kind of thing normally you want people to test this game out and give you a little bit of feedback before you do anything like that yeah so you're basically paying an additional like 30 bucks to be a a three-day guinea pig (laughs) i don't know how i feel about that 
Yeah, I wouldn't be too... Like, I personally haven't um, made the move. I'm probably going to get the standard because I have been seeing a lot of positive stuff about um, content at launch, and they said all DLC is going to be free, and... Oh, that's, you know, that's so, nice. So, like, I'm all the way in to get the standard version, and I probably would have bought the deluxe version if, you know, if it was only, like, 80, 80 to 85, because the standard, or, or <coughs> pardon me, rather, the deluxe edition of the Spider-Man, of Spider-Man 2 was only 86. And, a, and, a, this, a, a, and this game is, and nothing against the Suicide Squad, but this game is no um is no spider-man something no like it's a completely it's a completely different game yeah so and spider-man nothing like i said nothing against them but everyone and their mother was talking about spider-man before spider-man came out and even though suicide squad is getting a little bit of buzz it doesn't have that spider-man buzz and it's and it does have buzz but it, it's kind of like you know, 50-50 buzz because this game was supposed to have been out for, I think, almost like maybe a year at this point, but it's it got pushed and, you know, there was uh, certain times where you and I were talking about it and you were like, I'm convinced this thing isn't coming out. And, <laughs> you know, I couldn't, I couldn't, um, I couldn't form a, a, a an argument against that. And, you know, and then, you know, people weren't reviewing it, and it's, it's like, okay, that's not a good sign. But then, like, I would say, since the beginning of the year, like, there's been more and more content, and and people that talk about it on the regular have been more and more satisfied, and they've, like, really started to... Turn the corner uh, on it. ...throw out details, and it's like, okay, I, I think this game is going to be at least worth, you know, 70 bucks, you know, at... For the at base. launch for the base right and yeah. especially you know if you don't have to turn around and pay you know twenty dollars for every bit of dlc that comes out cough aew fight forever cough <laughs> um, that game is i'm sorry but that that game had so much hype behind it but it took so long to come out that when it, that game finally came out it was such a letdown like i i I, I'm convinced that they had no idea what they were doing. And I still don't think they know because, I mean, they're putting out um, extra DLC content and stuff to the game, but they're not really adding to it. It's it's such a bad game in my eyes. No, and I'm like, I'm getting ready, you know, at some point next month, I'm getting ready to drop, you know, 100 for the next 2K game because I know what I'm about to get. Would you pay for another AEW game? Uh, not for the deluxe and not for every bit of DLC separately. If they had, if they had a fully dedicated pass where it's like you could pay twenty bucks and you get every bit of DLC and you don't have to pay separately, maybe. But I think I would, I would be waiting in the cut and looking at some reviews. And I think I'm in that camp too. I'm if 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 they made a sequel to if. If they made a full-blown sequel or the same production company made the next AEW game, I can 1,000% tell you I'm not buying it. Uh, and the only way that I would actually play this game 
Um, cause me, me, me and my cousin, we, we share PlayStation games and I know 1000% that he would actually buy it 1000% cause he actually liked the game. Um, so if he bought it, I would probably play his copy of it because we share and see if I would even like it. And if I did like it, then I would buy it because my son would probably like, if I like it, my son's probably going to like it and he's going to want to play it. Then I'm going to have mm. to buy it for him. But right. outside of that, I don't think I'm spending another 60 bucks on that game because that game was such a letdown. And my, my son didn't even, my son played that game for all of maybe like five or six days and called the game garbage. So. And, you know, I mean, he's not necessarily wrong. He might not be 100% right, but he's not 100% wrong either. Yeah, I mean, because it's, it's, it's his opinion, and the he's not the audience that they were looking for. They were looking for the retro WCW um, Nintendo 64 players. Um, like, they were looking for that audience. and Yes. And that's that that's a really older audience that you're looking for when it comes to a video game so well especially when you know like i said you can look across the street and you can see 2k now you know aew is going for a more arcade and 2k is more simulation so i mean they've got their own audience but yep yeah but i can watch this i can spin this Okay. Because we were talking about video games and DLC. How are you feeling about the new Pokemon DLC? <laughs> um, I liked it. It was cute. Um, I, I, I don't know why I got all up in arms getting ready for this epilogue. Um, because the epilogue, I, I ended up completing the epilogue, I think, in probably an hour and a half. I, I think I think the runtime for it in real time was like 45 minutes, but I was doing some extra things in the game. But it took me about an hour and a half to complete the epilogue. So, I it it's not bad. I mean, you got some new Pokemon. Um, I'm not gonna full blown go because it's still the epilogue is still fresh. So I'm not gonna go and this is not the podcast to go and spoil things. But you you get a few new Pokemon. Um, you get a few different raids. Um, you get to add to your national decks and um, in in some ways on this new island that you are. And the game does kind of go like before the epilogue, you do get a deep dive into like an extra part of the story of the game, which I really appreciated. Um, now, Pokemon being Pokemon and Nintendo being Nintendo, if I didn't like... So for the DLC, so for Scarlet and Violet, so they both got the same type of um, DLC, okay? Mm. But so we, I am in my household. I have both um, Scarlet and Violet. Um, I'm playing Violet. My son plays Scarlet, and my son wanted to play the DLC, and I wanted to play it. I thought that if you went online and you bought the DLC that it would, uh, and as long as it's on the same console that everyone got to play it, but you actually had to purchase separately one copy for Scarlet and one copy for Violet, which in the DLC was like 40 bucks a piece. So I had to spend $80 
for me and my son to be able to play this. If I if I'd feel a little better if I if I was able to just buy the DLC and it just went to both files of the game, but it didn't do right. that. But I mean, I see what Pokemon's doing. I mean, they they have they're they're treating it as two different games, which is what they've always done. So I didn't bitch and complain about it. I mean, it's I I rarely spend too much money on video games these days. Um, so on the on the video games that I really enjoy, um, I'm gonna spend that extra coin. Cause I mean, in my household, we we have Game Pass. So I mean, right. we, we we play so many games on Game Pass. Um, I'll spend money on 2K and I'll spend money on Pokemon. And there's probably a few more um, games out there that I would like Diablo. I'll spend money on Diablo Four for the PS5 and all that. But um, but yeah, the the game itself, um, it was good. It was really good. I think I'm I'm gonna give it about another month, and I'm gonna um I'll I'll probably do a little bit more of a deeper dive into this. But since the epilogue is only two weeks old, I can't really talk about the previous stuff without getting into the meat and potatoes of what happened at the very end. So, but I will say that I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, if you haven't played it yet, go and play it. And while you're at it, go and spend 30 bucks and play Power World because I know <laughs> I know I, I know you're very curious out there about playing that game. So outside of that, yeah, um, that that's really all I really have to say in regards to the DLC. It's it's really good. It's really good. And they this is the way that they should have done the DLC for the previous Pokemon games for the Nintendo Switch. So okay. I, 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 I'm kind of sad to say bye to a lot of these characters because within the past two years, well, within the past, yeah, two years now, um, going on two years, um, I've gotten used to the characters in this game and I'm wondering, cause we're, we're about a month away now from Pokemon day because Pokemon day is next month and I'm sure they're going to announce um, the 10th generation for Pokemon um, or they might take a, a year off and just wait for the Nintendo Switch 2 to come out and maybe they release the next Pokemon game on the next console. Um, nobody knows yet. Um, we're all um, anticipating some big announcement coming for Pokemon Day in in the next month. So I know when we do our next Poke Break, that's what um that's what I intend on on kind of reviewing. I'm I'm planning on reviewing quite a bit for the Pokemon Day um release on YouTube. So and I'm sure I'll I'll send you a link as well so you're kind of in the know about the certain things that's that's gonna be coming out, bro. Right, yeah, because I imagine that'll be, you know, the 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 majority of our talking points and, and those those are always good episodes because that <clears throat> those little, you know, Pokemon presents always kind of give us a nice little roadmap of stuff to cover. So those are always like, yep, really anticipated uh, breaks. So and I'm going to twist this because I'm so excited to finally talk to you about this, bro. Um, so you uh, well, I'm, I'm going to preference this as. Netflix um, 
has the English version of Pokemon Horizons um, that's getting ready to be released in March. But the first 16 episodes have been released in English somewhere in the world. Uh, and those episodes have fallen online. You can Google it. You can find it anywhere. I'm not going to tell you where to go. But I mean, if you're if you're savvy enough for anime on the Internet, you'll find it. But um, you have finally seen the first two English episodes of Pokemon Horizons, bro. And I want your take on on what you saw and if you're excited and what you thought, like, like go, go into it for me, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm so ready to hear, um, hear you talk about Pokemon horizons. Well, yeah, you had mentioned, you know, cause we were getting, um, we were kind of trying to get stuff lined up for like what we wanted to talk about. And you're like, I'd like to go into, a little bit of Pokemon Horizon. So if you've got some time, maybe you can watch an episode or two. Um, just kind of, you know, get familiar, kind of dip your toe. And you were kind enough to send me a link a while back. So I was able to go and I was able to uh, to boot that up. And I, I watched, I ended up watching the first two because I, I watched uh, the pilot. And it kind of ended on a cliff. I mean, literally a cliffhanger. <laughs> oh yeah, I suppose I suppose so. <coughs> so I was like, well, I have to watch. And I mean, it turns out that episode two was basically part two, so it made sense. And I mean, technically, episode two ended on a cliffhanger as well. So I mean, I think these episodes are going to follow a little bit more of a of a chain than maybe like some of the Canto episodes I might be familiar with. Yes. They... So I kind of went into it because, you know, I was like, I, w I was intrigued because um, the next series was something that we were kind of following as we were reviewing Ash's final episodes. So to finally get a look at it with the English dub was always a plus. So... You know, I can't go too far because I, like I say, I only watched the uh, first two episodes, but I really enjoyed what I saw because pretty much from the second half of the pilot, they basically took you as a viewer and said, you are in this world now. This world has been happening around... Uh, our protagonist and she's just getting thrown in the middle of it. And you're getting thrown in the middle of it too. You're not going to get a full 20 minutes of Ash Ketchum running around in his pajamas, throwing a rock at a Spiro. Like this is somebody who may not necessarily be familiar with Pokemon, you know, like in terms of like being a trainer or what have you. Yes. But she's capable of logic and thought, and she actually seems like she wants to learn lessons as opposed to somebody like Ash who had to have his lessons drilled into him. And preach it, brother. They didn't 
treat, you know, her first handful of battles as full episode worthy things where it's like, oh, she learned how to do this attack and it only took five minutes. Like, no, her first couple of battles were literally covered in like two sentences and a montage and she, she she's not perfect at, I mean, at least at my at my vantage point and, well um well i think what you're trying to say they they didn't treat the audience like we're stupid i mean and no and, and not to say that they did that in the original, but they kind of held held your hand in the original because the original for every episode could be someone's first episode in this. Right. They, they want you to watch that first episode. If you if you from what I've got, I've, I've watched the first 11 episodes in English, so you can't start this show on episode seven or eight or nine and ten. You have to watch it from the beginning to find out why is this happening? What is going on here? What, what, why, why is this going? Why, what, what, what's going on here? Why, what's going on with this pendant? Um, what's going on with Roy? And they, they literally tell you, okay, if you want to understand this show, you need to watch it from the jump. And we're not going to hold your hand, but if you go back and you watch it from episode one, you will understand everything when it comes to this TV show. Right, and I and I, I do and I did enjoy because, I mean, I will say I was a little confused because, like, the first like what maybe five minutes or so, you know, she was talking to somebody and she was like, "Oh, I can't wait to." find out who my Pokemon partner is going to be. And it got to the point where like, I think they said it like three or four times and I'm like, are they literally just going to give a Pokemon to this girl and like not let her, well, you know, come to find out she chose, but they didn't really frame it like that. It kind of, I mean, obviously, you know, she had the added benefit of not being, late and only having one pokemon to choose from yeah but it is pardon me it is a selection but it kind of sounded like she kept talking about like her um entrance interviews and stuff and at one point i thought they were going to kind of take that and they were going to kind of take like some some answers that like maybe she gave and they were maybe going to match her with a pokemon which would have been an interesting concept it would have but i did like that it was a choice and i and i like this generation of pokemon you know like looking at the three starters um definitely would have been a, a quaxley guy you're you're, um, you're, you're I, always a water guy bro well, that's not true. I chose Charmander, um, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I chose. Um, gosh darn it! What was the chicken that turned into uh, Blaziken? Oh crap! Um, Tor Torchwick, Torchic, Torchic, Torchic. Yeah, I was. Yeah, but I mean, I have been water in the past. Like I was definitely Totodile. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it just, 
because I remember when you and I were kind of going over when they announced those starters, and they basically made it sound like Quaxley had OCD. I was like, that's my guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am intrigued to maybe kind of keep an eye on this on the side because I don't want it to get lost in the sauce of you know, the Canto episodes is, or the Orange Islands episodes, which I think are technically still Canto, but either way. Yeah. Um, and we can't really you know, talk too much. I mean, I, cause I mean, the episodes still haven't really been released. So we, we have to really be, um, scarce with how we review it. But I mean, I don't, I don't think we gave any big spoilers, um, to the show, but it's just, no, 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 no. Um, but I guess technically you're right. It's not. It's not out. It's just. It's out if you know where to look. Yes. So, that being said, um, I think we can kind of tie a nice little bow on this episode. Um, it was nice to finally talk. I mean, you got a little bit more of an in-depth conversation about Power World. Um, next next month, I will give a full review in regards to the DLC for scarlet and violet along with along with um going through pokemon day for next month and then um we got to to kind of talk about um pokemon horizons a little bit oh oh before before we we stop and and this is not a spoiler thing for pokemon horizons but um can i think we can kind of tell our audience that to kind of get ready for a different type of Pokemon battles than what we're used to because they totally take a different type of approach um, for Pokemon battles and horizons, at least so far. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean, granted, I only saw, I only, um, I got a little bit of experience, you know, in, in the two episodes that I watched, but yeah, it didn't seem like battles were as, I want to say formal. Yeah. Like they just kind of happened. Uh, I think at one point in the second episode, um, there's a conversation between two characters and one of them was like, all right, you want to finish what we started back there? And he's, and the, the guy was basically like bet. And like, <laughs> they, they kind of found neutral corners and squared off. Yep. So, um, completely different than what Ash is, um, used to, right? Yeah. Where he basically had to be on the opposite end of somebody and he had to determine how many we were allowed to use and who had the first go. And yeah, it kind of seemed like, um, Pokemon battles are kind of, kind of take a catch as catch can approach. Yes. And they're going to be a little bit more of a free for all, which, Okay, free-for-all is probably the wrong word because free-for-all makes it sound like if you've got six Pokemon on your belt, you can throw them all out. But like, kind of a, a... Like, there's a formality to it, but um, they they definitely show that, yeah, there there's a way to Pokemon battle, but if you're going to do a different type of battle or you're just squaring off with, with a random person, that you guys kind of make up your own rules and it's going to be a freaking brutal battle. Right. So, cuz it, it kind of seemed like the the combat was a little bit more aggressive. 
Yes, that's the word. The the there Pokemon battles are more aggressive. They're more mature. So right. So okay. I mean, that's not to say somebody's getting killed, but no. yeah, I understand. I understand what you, I personally understand what you're saying, and I'm sure our audience does as well. Okay. Well, that being said, thanks for jumping on for this this month's um, Pokey Break, bro. Yeah. Um. Obviously, our audience won't feel this, but. Uh, we had a bit shorter of a of a window between finishing um, Pokemon Concierge and and this, um, so I don't really feel the need to jump into you know reviewing Pokemon Concierge because my my thoughts really haven't changed in the you know what less than a week since we covered the last episode. Yes. Um, you know, I do appreciate Pokemon Concierge. It was like, it was like a nice warm, uh, blanket, but I'm in, I'm excited to get back into the swing of the Orange Islands. Um, and hopefully not have any more surprised banned episodes for a while. <laughs> Let's keep our fingers crossed, bro. But all right. Well, Thanks for jumping on. I am excited to get back into the Kanto region myself um, or Orange Islands. I don't know how people classify it, but um, but all right, bro. Well, thank, thanks for jumping on and go, go ahead and say goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And this is Professor Chris G telling all of you we'll be back with the Orange Islands as of next week. And you got a taste of it a few weeks ago. So that's where we're headed. So have a good night, everybody, and we'll see you again next week.